Hello friends, thanks for tuning in. So I'm really excited to be here on a TV set. Yeah, it looks nice. Oh, this is awesome. Best set ever for an interview. So I'm actually coming at you from my hometown here, Syracuse, New York. I think it's the first ever interview I've done in Syracuse. I'm proud to be part of that. Well, so I'm excited to interview, uh, interview this friend of mine who uh, we go back a few years now. Yeah, yeah. He is a news anchor here at WSTM in Syracuse. We're going to talk about mindset for success. My guest today is Matt Mulcahy. Hi. Thank Hi. you very Hi, much. Great to, to see you again. Great to be part of this. Great to see you too. I'm glad you've had time to come back to our part of the world <laughs> during all your travels. There's been a lot of travel. It's been really yeah. awesome. Yeah, good, good. What can I tell you? Well, Matt, we've been uh, we've known each other for a while now, and of course, I've been watching you for what's been decades now. It's right. Awesome. Right. It's, it's hard to believe. You make me feel a little bit old. But. <laughs> But you're right, and, it, and, it, and it's actually my privilege and honor to be able to say I've been on television oh, sure. in this city for, you, for 30 years, roughly. You're yeah. an icon here in the area, Thank you, you. And, and beyond. You, uh, people love, obviously, the way you deliver the news. Like, I like it. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's great to see you. What I wanted to talk with you about is um, a subject that I encounter. Uh, people ask me about it a lot of times, and we were talking off camera a little bit. It's the subject of success, mm -hmm. mindset for success. Something I actually personally struggled with for a very long time, just trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, being a musician yeah. was awesome, and we did yeah some work right with the Shamrock uh, yeah, yes, Foundation. Yeah, we appreciate which your, was so your much musical fun. skills, your ability to well, bring people together. That was all great. It was that was a, those were great events. Yeah, really enjoyed you. it. Um, but what I'm curious about is. When you, you know, obviously, in, in my eyes and in the eyes of thousands of people around, you are successful. You're Thank delivering you. the news. You do a great job doing it. And like we were talking also off cam camera, you're consistent. We all have bad days. We'd never know when you have a bad day because you right, just right. deliver because you yeah. have to, right? Yeah. So there's so many different aspects to success. So I'm curious what my first question would be, in your mind and in your experience and your um, how do you look at how do you define success and what does it mean to you well I I think that question about how do you define success is important and it's very personal and individual uh, one thing I learned a long time ago was you can't define your success by other people's success yeah and what's perceived as other people's success uh, perception that's you know, a big thing and especially in our business you, uh, we are fortunate in our Syracuse market to have had, uh, whether it's you know, Al Roker or Mike Tirico or Bob Costas oh, wow. or, or David Muir or Jeff Glore or you know, Jim Axelrod, all these folks who have started in these studios and then ended up progressing and end up on a national network or a national platform of some sort. And and the world sees them as being successful. Understandably, they are. Sure. But what? But that has no relation to to what I do every day, mm -hmm. and whether I perceive myself to be successful, or as you mentioned, somebody else might perceive me to be successful. Exactly. Because I I, I long ago figured out that I shouldn't compare myself to others as much as know that I did my best job essentially every day. Mm -hmm. 
And if you do your best job every day, keep looking forward, keep looking to challenge yourself, you can't help but be successful, I think. You know? Yeah. I mean, I it, really. Now, it's also, obviously, you hope that you can pay your bills and, and have some fundamental comfort of life that you're not, um, that you, you know, I guess that speaks to monetary success and things like that. But, but in general, you know, you look at, look at examples all the time, again, in the national basis, people are making tens oh. of millions in contracts that end up with their lives collapsing. Mm -hmm. So they're no longer yeah. successful by that definition because, you know, just because they made money. It's, it's really about what you do every day, um, being consistent, uh, and, and, and again, challenging yourself and making sure you're, you're still, you know, on the top of your game. Interesting you talk about that because uh, there, there are so many people who have all the monetary that they could ever want, yeah. desire, yet they're so unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them have miserable lives because of whatever, although all the money in the world. So obviously it's very personal, as you say, success. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this, going way, way back, uh, I don't mean that in a bad way, but going way, way sure. back yeah, for yeah. both of us. No, I get you. Um, why did you choose this career? Well, it's a good question, and I didn't, I didn't grow up knowing I was going to do this. But I, uh, growing up in this area, going to Liverpool High School, um, there was a combination of skills that I was accumulating, I think, at a younger age that, that led me to this. Oh. You know, being fairly successful in, in school, in academics, um, enjoying uh, music, theater, arts, performance, which certainly relates back to what we do here every day, writing, mm -hmm. something that we do here every day, all those skills while I was, you know, whatever age, you know, middle school, high school, as you're starting to develop some perception of, what, of who you are, those were things that I was excelling at. And then I went to Ithaca College, and it happened to be one of the best communication schools in the country, but I had to transfer into the communication school once I got there because I didn't walk in the door knowing that I wanted to be a broadcaster or a journalist. I see. But I started to sample some of it. Uh, started to get involved in the, the college radio station, TV stations, uh -huh. went down there with one of my college roommates, got involved, and then, and I remember seeing people that were dedicating 12, 14 hours a day to broadcasting and creating, and, and at first I thought, oh my God, look at the commitment they made, mm -hmm. and then like six months later, I was one of them. You know, that, that there's an infectious bug to our business, yeah. that from that point forward, then I, I realized that I, that I had the abilities and skills to do it well, um, I enjoyed it, and, and it, was, it was going to be a path that was going to hopefully be successful for me. And it has turned out that way. It, yeah, I would say it has, I mean, yeah. as a viewer. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Thank you. it also seems that you're, you're, you're an anchor for the community mm -hmm. too, because you, you deliver the news, but yeah. you're involved in a lot of other things too. People, yeah. You're bringing people together, uh, a, a pillar of the community. You have a foundation. Uh, can yeah. we talk about the Shamrock? Sure. Yeah, yeah, the Shamrock yeah. Animal Fund. Yeah, tell us about it. I mean, I know some because we played uh, in when I was being a musician, we right. played some fundraisers. No, but, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. And I think that it, it's interesting you use the word anchor, too, because obviously my job title is news anchor, but I think, I think we all lose track of what that might mean, and, and you've actually helped define it. 
that you're not just the anchor of this broadcast in this studio, but we are anchors for a community. Um, people know that they tune in the news at, a, at the same time every night they're going to see us there, mm -hmm. that we're going to be there. We're going to be telling, you know, happy Christmas stories sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's going to be tragic stories. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just important information you need to know. Uh, the snowstorm's coming. Uh, the taxes mm -hmm. are going up, those basics. Yeah. Um, so, so that connection to the community is really important on many levels uh, for our station, our newscast to be successful, but also back to, for my own personal uh, well-being and um, sense of, uh, of feeling good about what I do, I, I, I like to be reminded from time to time that we do have that impact on people in the community. And one of the ways that my wife Jamie and I have done that is with the Shamrock Animal Fund, which we started, it'll almost be 10 years now. Really? We'll be starting our 10th year come January. Uh, and, and our dog Shamrock was uh, almost 19 years old. He was sick like a lot of older dogs are, nothing terminal, but we spent a lot of time at Cornell University's veterinary hospital, veterinary offices. We saw that people were struggling to make decisions about their animal care uh, based only on what they could afford. And we thought, you know, that's, that's a shame that, that there's so many people that could use help to pay yeah. some of those bills, which can get very high at times, sure. or, or, or relative to anybody's budget, it's almost always expensive when you walk in the door. So we started a not-for-profit, the Shamrock Animal Fund, that helps pay for veterinary care for animals in need who have owners with financial limitations. And in the 10 years, we've helped pay for the care for in the range of 250 animals now. We, through our healthy pet clinics, we help 3,500 animals in, in uh, the most impoverished neighborhoods in Syracuse um, get vaccinated and get health exams um, nice. and 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 countless other people have emailed and called looking for advice about what they should do with their their sick pets so um, it's really been very productive very rewarding and the community uh, as you witnessed in our shamrock uh, celebration fundraisers has been behind us and helped raise yeah. money to make that happen. Well, I think that's a testament to, of, again, the anchor that you are for the community, the way you yeah. pull people in as, as a community. And I mean, the the two or three times we did those events uh, together, yeah, you could barely move in that place. Yeah, it yeah. was really packed with yeah, people. Yeah, really so packed. A lot and, of support. and fun too. Oh yeah, yeah. It was great. You know, we tried to we tried to cultivate that spirit. Um, you know, some people may be able to relate to this that you go to you're invited to an event a not-for-profit fundraiser and you, you you're told to sit at a table yeah. you don't really you can't really talk to the people across the table because they're too far away mm -hmm. well our event we decided let's not have tables let's have people just That's right mingle you know have a glass of wine bid on items talk appreciate the mm -hmm. music you know and be able to keep mingling yeah. for for a couple of hours instead of having having that right. come to a crashing halt so so they have been successful, and, and we've made a lot of good friends that way, too. I forgot there were no tables there. Actually, yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a great way to keep people moving and mingling. Uh, can you tell us a website they can go to if they want to contribute to the cause yeah. or learn more about yeah, it? Yeah, shamrockanimalfund.com. Uh, one of the top uh, tabs, is, it says donate, and you can, you can donate through credit card uh, donation right online. Very easy, very secure, very quick. And you can read a lot more about some of the stories of, of the work we've done, some of the history too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. So um, let's let's talk a little bit more about 
success in terms of, um, we could go in a lot of directions with this, but. Um, well, one thing, one thing that I think of, I kind of talked about it in a very broad way, but I, if you don't mind, I think, I think something that's relatable in just about any field is how do you approach each day? Ah, you know, more on a micro, yeah. a micro level instead of, instead of just the big picture year after year and how do you measure it. And, and I, I think that goes back to, you know, how do you come to your job every day if it's your job where you're finding success or maybe yes. there's something else. But, but how do you approach it each day? And, and for me, I, it kind of starts when I wake up. Um, that I'm already connecting to the news, I'm reading about the news, I'm interacting with people, whether with social media or telephone or in person. You know, my eyes are always open to what stories are going on mm -hmm. right in front of me. Something sure. as simple as holiday traffic or, yeah. you know, or, uh, you know, uh, there's a new building going up somewhere. Whatever you're seeing in your world. And, and then, then when I'm in this building, I, I'm looking to find new information. Um, I, maybe I have to write a particular story for our sweeps period or something and I want to make sure that's crafted really well. Mm -hmm. um, let alone when we, when we come into the studio to anchor newscasts that I, I want to be prepared, I want to know what the stories are in the newscast, I want to understand the news. And that's part of what goes into being successful every day and bringing that consistency that you and I talked about at the beginning. Yeah. That regardless of what might be going on in, in any of our personal lives, ups and downs, that when you walk in here, we need to present ourselves uh, in, in the same way every night. You know, positive, energetic, yep. um, intelligent, informed, and, and be the good journalists that we are you know, every sure. day. And I think that's one of those elements to our career that, that we really, you need to live it so you're not faking anything. You know, I think yeah. the viewer can perceive that. If, if it seems like somebody's kind of mailing it in, faking it, yeah. just like any other career, you talk about being a presenter, mm -hmm. um, that if, if there's a room of 100 people or 50 people and, and you're not bringing it, they, get, they, don't, they know you're not. <laughs> you know, they see right through yeah. it. Well, I think of all the people out there who would have the most pressure to deliver, it's probably you, because you have tens of thousands. Yeah. Or like you said, off camera, we talked off camera for a while about yeah. consistency and how every night I can tune in and I can watch Matt and I get the same Matt every single yeah. night because you really, you have to do that. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can't not do that. So I wouldn't know if you had a death in your family. I wouldn't know if your dog right. passed away. Right. I wouldn't know anything or if you just don't feel good. Right. But that's the, the mark of a true professional who's yeah. really doing their job. Yeah. I know there are days that I don't feel like, when I wake up, I may not even feel that happy. I may feel sad. I can get out of it quick, though. I learn how to manage it. Yeah. Just get moving and think positive. Uh, listen to some motivation. But, man, when you walk in the door here, when I walk into a workshop, whether it's 20 people or 400, it's the on, the yeah. on switch, like, boop. Yeah. He's on now. Yeah. Because we don't have a choice. You don't have a choice and, and but you do have choices throughout your day and throughout the week to yeah. be prepared to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and this is another element. You mentioned the physicality of it. You know, I was at the gym today at my cycling class. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I'm if I'm on the road doing something, which I don't do a lot because of the nature of this 
you know, being anchor in the studio, but I'll, I'll want to get out to either walk or go for a run or something, even before I go cover the story that I might be in that community to cover, you know, that you want to, you know, feel physically good. Sure. And hopefully that carries everything else into a good place too. I, I think that is a big part of it actually, you know, that, that you, you know, you're, you're right that you, at least metaphorically, you're getting out of bed, putting one foot after another, but maybe a more of a plan too, that, that certain days of the week, if not every day, you're doing something that gets your body going, which, which surprise, surprise, gets your mind going too. Oh, totally. I mean, how many times have you solved a problem, work, personal, um, or otherwise, when you're you're off running, or you're, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you exactly. uh, play basketball once a week with a bunch of buddies, and it's a, you know, your mind is completely on that game. Like every every pass and every foul are critical. Mm -hmm. That when, but then when you stop, you're like, oh, I feel so refreshed. Right now, that whatever was weighing on me when I came in the door doesn't seem like a big deal anymore. You know, I, I think that, that's a big part of anybody's success. That's huge. I mean, I can go scientific for thirty seconds. And just say that sure. when you when you get the heart rate elevated, especially, and it doesn't have to be a lot. It can yeah. just be the equivalent of walking briskly. Yeah. Scientifically, there there are things that happen, uh, biochemistry and all this that. That cause your brain. Actually, we talked about that too before yeah, we started yeah, this yeah. neurotrophic factor that can uh, be. It's created by the brain, uh, BDNF. You can look it up, and that just changes things. Plus, there are other chemicals and hormones and things that, you know, movement has been. And so glad to hear you talk about this. I think I think it's so powerful. But movement is really uh, exercise. Just movement is like nature's antidepressant. Right? No doubt about it. I mean, we read about this all the time, but it's true. When I wake up and I don't feel yeah. happy, yeah. I just need to move. And yeah. Within minutes, I feel better. And I, I, good point you brought up about solving problems. I love riding my bicycle. Yeah, yeah. I have solved a lot of problems on my bicycle. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, sometimes, you know how it is when you're driving, you don't even remember the exits. You just show up where exactly. you... I don't even remember pedaling. I just remember solving a problem. Yeah. But that's powerful. That's, so the way you approach each day, though, I think these micro ingredients to accept yeah. success, you can't be without examining and, uh, you, you know, uh, dealing with the micro ingredients to have the bigger success picture happen. Because without the micro, you won't have the macro. That's true. And, and another element to it, um, before we run out of time is seeing success in others based on how you might influence them. Uh, and, sure. and I think that becomes more and more important to me as I get older and I've been doing this longer. You know, when you're, when you're brand new at your profession, you're just hard charging essentially for your own success. Mm -hmm. Your own, um, you know, you're learning the skills, you're trying to you know, make it through your the nervousness of your first live shots or your deadline reporting and, and all the energy that comes with that, which is thrilling and exciting. But, you know, the nature of our business and, and even in our, in any newsroom really across the country, there's a lot of younger people that are pretty new at what they're doing. Sure. And, and part of my job and part of the job of anchors in, in my role at our station and at others is to help facilitate their growth and their success 
And, and again, you can measure that in two ways, on the, the micro localized everyday level and then their longer term, you know, when you see somebody that you helped write a story who could barely get on the air five years ago um, ends up in Hartford, Connecticut, then New York City. Or New York City and then they're on the network, you know. Um, they go to sure. Washington, they're a producer behind the scenes, and then they're working for CBS or ABC News. And, and you know that when they started, through their own hard work, through their own training, through their education, but also that element of influence that I'm able to have or others that are leaders of a newsroom are able to have, I think it's important to appreciate that and, and cherish that element of success too in other people. It's got to feel good. It does feel good. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit like the, it's a little bit like the Christmas season of it's better to give than receive. Yeah, that that it really turns out to be true. You know that, um, I was just going through some things in my desk the other day. I, I literally have boxes of awards mm -hmm. <laughs> that I've forgotten about, mm -hmm. and I'm sure when I when I received this honor from the press club or for that matter. Emmy Awards or National uh, Murrow Awards or the New York State Broadcasters Awards, they each meant a lot sure. because there was a lot of work that went into the story of the newscast that won the award. Right. But kind of as soon as you win an award, you sort of set it aside. I think you should, in fact, mm -hmm. sort of set it aside and keep working on, on the next day. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and they kind of end up in a box, which is just about where they should be, I think, <laughs> in terms of... You don't ever want your ego to be driven by glossy things that are on a shelf because exactly. that's not real, you know. And and even better is when you work with somebody in a team capacity, and they win their first award. Oh sure. Because we teamed up on something good, and then awesome. they're thrilled and excited about it. Yeah. And and again, it, it just that means even more. I think you know. Powerful. Yeah. Really yeah. powerful stuff. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So we did not uh, pre-script anything. He didn't know what I was going to ask started? him. <laughs> Are we rolling? <laughs> but uh, before we close out, so we'll, we'll wind up here. In yeah. a minute. Um, the, the one other question I want to ask you, which I didn't say I was going to ask, yeah. uh, but here's the question is, what words, uh, what thoughts, um, words of wisdom would you have to share or do you have to share for everybody watching on the topic of success? And you've covered a lot already, but if there's any takeaway, let's say a takeaway message, what would it be? Well, I think I, I could summarize the things that we've already talked about, that, that you need to come to each day prepared to do whatever it is you do, do it well, but, but be prepared to do it. Um, be confident in yourself. You know you have abilities, and in many cases, your abilities, your unique talents exceed the talents of somebody else who may be trying to do a similar thing you are, that you have certain gifts that you should, you should take advantage, that you should allow to flourish, that you should use training and, and technique and practice to, to allow them to flourish. And, and I think if you do that every day, and then also work to help other people succeed, then at the end of any given day, week, month, year, that you're, you're gonna be a pretty happy person. Mm, yeah. You can't help but define yourself as successful doing those things. And, and if there happens to be somebody out there who doesn't think you're a success, even though you know you are, then just don't worry about that. that yeah. You know, that, that their opinion really doesn't count. There's an know? old saying that a musician friend of mine told me, 
said, what they think of you is none of your business. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Yeah. I kind of like it because it just put it in perspective like, you know, they're, sub they're okay. Whatever opinion they have, they're entitled to have for whatever reason. But I'm just not going to worry about it. Right. I'll do my best. Right. And if you're doing your best, and, and I think most of us as we mature know that if we're, we're decent at something we're doing, you know, yep. whatever the yep. field is, whether it's, whether it's a singer, a drummer, or a reporter, or a news anchor, you have a pretty good idea that you can, you can do your, your job and your skill set and, and bring it just as well as anybody else. And sure. again, if there's that outlier who thinks they don't like what you do, then, then you shouldn't let it bother you. you know? Well, they're out there and it's okay. It's part of life. Yeah. Um, but it, once again, I, I think it's really, really awesome how you bring together, again, pillar of the community. So you're, so let me sum it up this way. I just have to go backwards. Sure. It's like you're trying to help people. You deliver news. Yeah. But you also bring them together as a community in various ways, uh, including the Shamrock Foundation, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a real testament to the kind of person you are. Thank you. Which is why I'm here with you, because I've always admired you for a very long time. Thank you, Carl. You're doing great things. Thank you. I know I'm you really, just wanted to get on this set. That's it. Hey, by the way, I'm just going to say I'm feeling pretty comfortable right here. So if you ever need somebody to sit here with be, you, just, okay, let Megan Coleman know we've yeah, got a new Cohen. Megan, I'll sub. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanks for no, asking these questions. It's a pleasure. No, it's my pleasure. Honored to have you here. Certainly honored to be on this set. Uh, in addition, to this whole. Best set ever, isn't it? I mean, really. <laughs> it looks good. All right, Matt. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, All right. Um, check out shamrockanimalfund.com. Yeah. You can donate there. You can learn there. They're doing great things to help people uh, who, who need assistance and with their pets and some yeah. of those expenses. It's a great organization. Um, and, too, what's the, the website here for the CNYcentral.com. That's our website and uh, also our Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook, me on Twitter, at Matt Mulcahy. Great. Or watch our news on uh, WSTM in Syracuse, NBC 3, 5, 6, 10, and 11. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, thanks again, Matt. Thank you very much for watching. Have a great day. That was fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, my God.